It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Time to talk rugby league. What's my scene when it comes to the Cowboys and the Broncos? Oh, we'll throw in the Titans there too because Big Timo's made a big splash with that big contract. There has been divided opinion on it this morning. Ten-year contracts, are they a good thing? But also props, getting a million plus. Are you okay on that? And if that's the case, what do you spend on others? Your playmakers, your, your money men. What do you give someone like Reese Walsh, who would be open for negotiations from November 1? These are all questions we're putting to Brent Tate, our man in the north. Tatey, uh, a very good morning to you. Um, let, let's start. Let's start with contract talks because I do want to dive into the Cowboys, but let's let's start with that. Um, Ten-year contracts, big Tino, uh, shrewd buying by the Titans or could it turn around and haunt them? Uh, good morning, Benny. Yeah, look, um, Mate, I think 10-year... I would never sign anyone to a 10-year contract. I just think um, so much can happen in a week in rugby league, let alone over a 10-year period, um, especially uh, a middle forward that plays the way Tino does. Do I do I think he's worth a million dollars? I absolutely do. I love Tino. I think I'm, uh, he's one of my favourite players in the competition and, and I would have no hesitation in paying him a million dollars to be at my club, but mm. there is no way I would do it for a 10-year period, mate, because I think we've seen with a lot of guys that sort of play that those big minutes in the middle, um, you know, there does come a, a season where they just can't do what they do and they can't have the same output. And when you're on that sort of money playing at the middle forward, you need to have, you know, you, know, you need to be producing on the field, every, you know, week in and week out. And, um, you know, 10 years away is, is a really, really long time, mate. So, um, yeah, look, you know, They've got him and it's all locked up, which is great. But, yeah, certainly if I was, um, if I was in charge of a club, I don't think I'd be doing it. I know. We're witnessing it right now with the Cowboys and Jason Tomalolo. He's on a 10-year deal. Yeah, he is. And, you know, obviously Jason's had, you know, some injuries the last couple of years. And, you know, you, you look at Jason at the moment and would you say that Jason's a million-dollar player? You, you, you probably wouldn't. Um, you know, and he's still got, you know, another three or four years to go in his contract. And I, I wouldn't think that Jay, you know, he's a freak of an athlete, Jason. He's still a wonderful player. And, you know, yes, he has had some injuries, but, um, you know, there's still still a long way to go. And he's a big man. He's played, you know, a long time in the middle and played hard. You know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't sit here and, you know, think that Jace would be getting, you know, being any better player over the next couple of years, you know, you'd think, as I said, you know, being that middle forward, there would be a bit of a decline. But yeah, it's a tough one, mate. You know, it, I guess at the end of the day, the clubs have got to do what they've got to do to keep players. But um, yeah, ten years is just such a long, long time, mate. It's just, um, you know, our game. There's so much can happen in that in that space of time, and yeah. you know, if they do get injured, and you then got to sort of 
you know, pay them out for the rest of their career becomes a real overhead on a, on a club's books uh, yeah. at the end of the day as well. I'm on the same wavelength as you, Tati, but here's the other side of the coin. If someone put a 10-year, $12 million contract in front of you and I, it'd be, we couldn't. I reckon we wouldn't be able to sign quick enough. <laughs> oh, mate, oh, I'd, I'd have it signed before they even put the paper on the table, mate. It'd be done. <laughs> exactly right. All right, so the knock-on effect is if if Tino's getting 1.2 a year, if it's in that ballpark of what we're hearing, what's paying Haasworth and does he get that in rugby league? Yeah, I, I look, I, I think Bronx have made him an offer that's probably up and around that mark. So, you know... Um, you know, he, he's a very similar stature and player as Tino. You know, they're, they're you know they're, they're the elite middle forwards in the game. Um, you know, Tino, Payne Hart, you know, guys like Paddy Carrigan, like that, mate, they are the, the creme de la creme. So, you know, he's certainly worth that. I think he could get that at Brisbane. Um, you know, and if you we go on what Payne's talked about the last few weeks or the last two years, you know, that he wants to win comps and he wants to get paid. Well, he's getting all that in Brisbane. Um, you know, he's definitely got the right to hold out and see what else is out there. But, yeah. you know, I, I think, um, you know, the, 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 all those things that he wanted to tick the box on, um, he, he ticks them in Brisbane. So I wouldn't expect him to go. Are you buying this Western Force rugby offer? I'm sure they'd want to offer him. But, I mean, if we're hearing everything we've heard from Payne Haas, how, you, like you said, premierships uh, and, and it's about family and staying close to family. Well, you can't get any further away from family than Perth and the Western Force in any realm of possibility winning a premiership this decade? No. Well, no. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you're not asking me that because I don't really know, but I, I would assume not. Um, look, mate, I think Payne's a pretty, from, from what I can gather on the outside looking in, Payne's a pretty proud man and I think you know, he'd want to leave a legacy in the game. And, and sometimes, you know, when you're getting paid handsomely anyway, like, like he will be and getting paid well if he did stay in Brisbane and he's got the opportunity to to leave a legacy and become a club legend and all those sort of things in rugby league, you know, they, you know, they, they count for stuff too, mate, when you're retired and you look back on your career. Like, they, those are the sort of things you, you sort of hang your hat on a little bit and you, you look back with, with some pride. So, um you know, I think you know Payne's a proud man. I, I wouldn't imagine that he'd go over there, mate. Like you, sometimes, all that, well, you know, just because you're getting paid bucket loads of money doesn't mean you're going to be happy. And I, I just couldn't imagine Payne going over to the Western Force getting flogged playing rugby would be something that he would tick his box. I just, I just don't see that. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the Wallabies have got to start winning too because obviously there'd be a, a top up from Australian Rugby Union. So what that looks like it is beyond me, and I can't even imagine Payne Haas entertaining it. But you'd have to think it'd be on the negotiation table with whoever he sits down with uh, the Broncos uh, and other NRL clubs. Mate, let's talk your backyard up there in Townsville, the Cowboys against the Sharks. It's going to be an amazing match anyway, playing for the the Paul Green uh, medal. The the, the two clubs coming together again but for the Cowboys there's a fair bit on the line here it's, it's pretty much do or die isn't it just sitting outside the eight that they've got to win this match to be a, a realistic chance to play finals yeah they do Benny or, you know they've just got to keep winning to make sure they get in there that that sort of bottom eight obviously is really really tight um the Knights have you know snuck up on the radar and you've got South and all those sort of teams just underneath them so Mate, it's a huge. This weekend's games, and we've been saying it for a couple of weeks, are huge for that bottom end of the eight. Um, you know, the ramifications of winning and losing uh, is going to play a huge part, especially this weekend. So, uh, 
mean, a couple of weeks ago, you would have sort of thought it would have been a, 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 not an easy game for the Cows, but the Sharks were hopelessly out of form and really mm. struggling. But, man, they've turned it around in a couple of weeks and they're right back to playing the sort of footy they were at the start of the year. So, mate, they're confident. They're playing well. Um, you know, they've found their mojo again and the Cowboys are off, um, you know, a couple of losses. So, uh, and coming off the bye, which I think it's come at a good time for them, um, I think they needed it. Um, but, mate, it's, uh, it's a huge week up here in North Queensland because you're right, if, you know, if they drop this one, it, you know, it's going to be, you know, you, you then bring bringing out the calculator and starting to try to do the math to get in uh, the eight and that's when it becomes a real struggle. Yeah, indeed. That one uh, being played Thursday night, Jason Tomalolo, uh, his 250th. Uh, when he, uh, can you give us an insight, Tati, on, on who may be joining him in the pack? Because we saw Jeremiah Nanai at training yesterday. Now, by my calculations, that's a few weeks earlier than we thought we'd see him. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. I think he is a bit of a chance of playing. So, um, yeah, definitely reports coming out of there this week that, he, you know, he's going to be a starter. So, mate, that's a, that's a huge bonus if he is, um, you know, especially the way he was playing uh, before he got injured. I think it's probably the best I'd seen him play, to be honest, because he had a real slow start to the season, Jeremiah. But, mm. uh, mate, he was playing as good as he, he's ever played um, when he got hurt. And uh, I think the Cowboys really need him too, mate, because I think at the moment there's a bit of a, a feeling around the NRL. If you, if you can stop Scott Drinkwater, there, there's not much else um, the Cowboys sort of offer an attack. And we know how great Drink he is. And, he, you know, more often than not, he, he, he's an absolutely wonderful player. But... When you've got someone like Jeremiah, like he's a real strike weapon and a, and a real different um, point of attack for them. Like he can create stuff, Jeremiah. So uh, I, I think they've really missed him the last couple of weeks on that edge. And um, if he is to be back this week, it's a, it's a big plus for the cows. What about James Tamo? He's the world's oldest, well, he's the NRL's oldest player running around. We we know that he's had uh, had that foot injury, but we're we're getting word out of. Uh, word of uh, out of uh, Cowboys country that that he could be making a comeback this weekend as well, handy in. Yeah, well, well, he, I know he played obviously over uh, in PNG for the Blackhawks last week and got through that. So um, look, it'll be it may look it'll be a lovely swan song for him to play. I guess um, you know I don't know if he'd feature heavily in the finals because you know most of the boys are back and fit uh, and, and and sort of playing well. They're all in good form in the, you know the last few weeks. So. Uh, mate, it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I, I, I definitely think he'd be a chance of playing. That's for sure. So, um, mate, that'd be a um, that'd be amazing if he uh, if he used to get back in that team and play because you know it was it looked like a season-ending injury. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty incredible. All right, he's ninth playing fifth on the ladder. The Cowboys and Sharks they kick it all off for us on Thursday night. The Paul Green Medal up for grab, up uh, for grabs. So Nico Hines uh, won it when they uh, met in round nine. Tady, just the last word on that. It's going to be an emotional night in Townsville because of that fact, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. It um, you know obviously had a big. Well, we know the. The impact that Greeny had up here at the Cowboys, I mean, it, it's as big as impact as any coach has ever had. You know, the, he had so much success up here and, and had such a wonderful coaching career and, you know, obviously played up here as well. And, um, you know, I just think back to the days when he was that little half, little red-faced little red halfback running around for the Sharks, um, competing on every play. So, yeah, it will be a, um, you know, for a lot of people up here at the Cowboys that know him and spent time with him, mate, it, you know, this will be, a, it will be an emotional night for a lot of people. And, um, 
you know, what a great way to celebrate Greeny by you know, having the match in his honour and then the player of the match being named the Paul Green medalist. It'll be, uh, mate, it'll be a good night of footy. Outstanding stuff. We wait for the teams to, to drop the, this afternoon. Around 4 o'clock we'll be seeing them. Uh, will Jeremiah Nanai's name be read out? Will James Tamo's name be read out? So the Cowboys, it's a crunch match for them this weekend. We know the Broncos have a bye. The Titans are playing the Panthers. And the Dolphins, well, Tati, your old junior club, they're in all sorts today at training. We're going to get a snapshot of that straight after we hit the news. We're going to let you go, mate. We appreciate your time. Uh, Brent Tate from Fox Sports, former Bronco, former Cowboy, Kangaroo, Marone. He's been there and done it all. But the, uh, but the Dolphins, we're getting word out of the peninsula. Today's training was like one that we haven't seen before. We'll cross there very shortly. But first, let's get a news hit with Vanessa.